0: And we're live here with real news. Actually, on time this time for real news. Um, good evening, everyone. We have a lot of shit going on, to say the least. It is, I'm titling this with the thumbnail Biden's cr- Week of Crises, because that is just what we're seeing nonstop. I mean, it's a mess, absolute mess. Mm-hmm. You're seeing footage right now of Israel palestine like just biggest conflict that we've seen biggest battle we've seen between the two in a long ass time and this is them airstriking a giant ass office that supposedly had hamas in there or had some hamas ties haven't seen proof yet but that's what israel says but it also had the ap and reuters in it and other media outlets and We also had a gas shortage because a pipeline was hacked, which accelerated an already upcoming gas shortage and a little bit maybe of a food shortage coming up. The stock market took a beating and we've been just dealing with inflation on top of all that, which you would think – in america we shouldn't be having gas shortages and infl- you know massive inflation coming but it, it's literally been happening this week so we're gonna dive into jimmy Carr 2.0 as people are calling biden's week but we want to start this israel palestine thing because this is the biggest thing happening right now it's escalating it's it's the bloodiest deadliest conflict they've had in a long time and it's mostly happening in gaza from what i understand and phil of course has a military background and he's probably gonna know way more about this than most people on youtube talking about this so i'll let you give your take on all this uh as we start uh,
1: i mean i I'm, I'm not sure i'm not sure i know as much as i used to but yeah i mean <laughs> don't like, I have
0: access to those classified files anymore no i mean
1: yeah uh, you know, <laughs> i don't have classified stuff anymore Goddammit. <laughs> no um you know no i the so i get i guess the issue was something like uh, uh i guess Israel is wanting to like claim I, like Palestine and Israel are kind of bitching about land like land or a certain mosque that's in Jerusalem and they're trying to, you know, beef up their Jerusalem beef again and um and then I guess uh yeah, Hamas just launched like a thousand rockets over the over this this week. Like uh um, Did any of them even hit? Uh like so there was so most of them were shot down by like like a large chunk of them were shot down by the Iron Dome. The Iron Dome got a lot of them. Uh there was like there is a lot of uh, a, a lot of them a lot of the ones that the iron dome didn't get actually hit hamas targets like (laughs) they they were just like i think they were just trying to like fire like whatever like they 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 were just trying to fire rockets just to fire them they didn't realize what the rockets were or how strong or weak they were and so they're just like firing them whatever they didn't realize that some of them actually hit hamas like hamas shit and then um And then, of course, now we're starting to see Israel go, uh, yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're striking back. And, like, I mean, regardless of what you think about, like, Israel or whatever, look, you, you, if you launch a thousand rockets at a country, don't get pissed when that country just starts going, oh, okay, now it's our turn. And, and, uh, I I mean, and of course, you know you you've got your, you know you got your pro Palestine media that's all like oh we should have a ceasefire immediately oh now now you want a fucking ceasefire when <laughs> when Israel was getting when Israel was getting lit up like a fucking Christmas tree you were like oh, whatever you know whatever and that yeah it, it, some of these assholes on Twitter were even celebrating it, it was yeah. like like come on look and then um so of course you know they they bomb they bomb this uh this building that had you know ap al jazeera um which is owned by the i think it's owned by the qatari government which qatar i think is um try respond is trying i think they're trying to respond with um anti-israel sediments it looks like um did no, you no see the fucking
0: there. precision of that airstrike Dude, like i was blo- israel
1: <laughs> israel got some awesome shit i mean look first off <clears throat> first off they have f-35s right that was that the trump administration hooked them up with some f-35s and apparently, they know how to fucking use them, now. Oh yeah, so yeah, uh Maybe I, that's why they're they thought, doing those.
0: They just want to use those so badly, obviously, <laughs>
1: obviously, we know how awesome the iron dome is uh we've been told that for years um and re- and really israel Israel has some of the best troops in the world, so um their i d f is fucking awesome um but um. And, and I and and people are people are like and and I, this is this is obviously a political one- side job because like anybody anybody who's ever like any military person that's ever been deployed will tell you that they that there 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 are there are um Middle East opposition that will hide behind medical personnel yeah, they'll hide hide behind children and women. they'll hide. Uh, behind the media, that um, like they they will use deceptive taxes, and this this is this was one of them. Like, look, they they obviously they occupied the same building as a lot of these these media personnel did, and of course, you know, you just fired a thousand rockets into fucking Israel. You think Israel is gonna give a shit? Like, what? No, we're people got to pay. People got to pay the price. Look, planes planes went into. The twin towers, the Pentagon, and they were—I think—they were aimed for the White House, or whatever. On yeah. September 11th, right? Uh, we took two countries over and fucking basically in a matter of months. Okay, yo, know, when, when you piss off countries, don't be pissed off if they fucking strike back, right? Don't be pissed, right? Just you know, I, and and my thing is like, okay, and then they were like. And and it was and it was purely strategic because I re- I originally dropped the tweet that one 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 somebody was like oh uh, a building with Hamas intelligence officers was in the uh, you know was was blown up basically and I'm like well and me I was like well sounds like those intelligence people are so intelligent if you're gonna be in a fucking high, if you're gonna be in a fucking high rise after you attack. After you attack a country with fucking air capabilities, you're out of your fucking mind. Like you deserve whatever bad that happens to you. I'm saying if you're if you're gonna attack somebody, you might want to be like low. Like you might want to be low ground, maybe underground, maybe something something where you're hiding. Like there's some sort of you know concealment. Because if if those, like look, if in, in, if intelligence officers get chap captured, okay we used to say that they're 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 weak but you know like if they get captured they're probably they're either spilling the beans or they're getting tortured in ways that you know i don't even think satan himself has fucking figured out yeah mm. like i mean you need i, I don't know the, the hamas is just i mean this is you could tell these these are people like the Israel, the IDF, they're well-organized, they're well, you know, and, and they're, you know, and they're an absolute marvel from a military perspective. Um, if I was, look, uh, I mean, if dictator Phil was in charge, uh, he would probably get, you know, he would probably have Israeli fucking generals come in and retool our military <laughs> because, they, yeah, we, we, we need some work. Okay, we need some work toward how the military operates. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, and I'm, I honestly don't have a side on this, and I'll get into my yeah. stance on this in a bit, but just from a, like I said, military perspective, like, and I post this footage in our Discord, but when you see that building that they hit today, the rocket, like, goes right where, like, the building meets the ground. Like, it doesn't hit the building, it goes. Mm-hmm right where the ground is like it's so precise it's insane and so that building comes right the fuck down
1: yeah these are precision missiles they have they probably they 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 have targets these 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 targets hit and they're like it's pinpoint precision um these are usually usually they're smart missiles and uh yeah whatever they want to hit they'll hit that's just just like um that's just like um, if you remember uh, when Trump uh, oh Salmani waxed the Syrian. No, well when he waxed well that too, but when he waxed a uh Syrian airfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In no. response to the gas attacks, like they all outside of one, they all hit where they were supposed to hit. Yeah. Like a whole bunch of stuff was taken out. Like look, I mean, I mean these these are this is awesome awesome shit that we're dealing with, and.
0: And might I add, too, that both America and Israel in those situations warned the people in those buildings and in those areas that, hey, we're coming, we're going to be dropping missiles. And so, like, in that big building, like, the people evacuated. I know in the Syria strikes, we warned Russia, I think, Syria, Israel, and we said, like, hey, we're going to be striking right here. And then, boom, a few minutes later, took it out.
1: and and a lot and and i'm kind of and i'm like i i always say look i mean look israel does israel need that much you know that big of a military are they aggressive in their you know stuff maybe perhaps but like in in this in this instance i have nothing to say bad about israel like israel has a right to defend itself and they have a right to respond to being attacked right that i mean look look a thousand rockets that's not that's not a oh we're we're targeting certain things that's like no thousand rockets that's like no we're we want you gone right that's like we want we're 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 attacked this is an all-out attack like damn near declaration of war okay that's I I don't care what happens. Like, honestly, I don't care what happens to you after that. Like,
0: Oh, yeah. And that's the thing, too, is, like, whenever – like, even with America, one thing that Trump always did that I thought was super smart is he used the military as a a hard counterpunch. It's not to start Mm -hmm. war. It's peace through strength. When, you know, Iran was fucking with us, you know, even when they took down the drone, Trump was – thinking doing something almost did some but held back but then once they started taking our guys and started taking those oil tankers again he was like all right we need to put a stop to it and so he sent in all those missiles to take out some well, watch just one missile he sent a missile to take out salmani stopped that's how you yeah. do it when they when when these countries try to mess with us or any country it is strategically smart to come back 10 times hard to put them in their place and tell them like you know just basically stop. You know, it's like when somebody, like, starts punching you and you just wham, just, like, whack them and knock them out. Like, that's pretty what much what it is. It's like a knockout punch. And I get why Israel is doing what they're doing, but to be a devil's advocate here, when is too far, too far with what they're doing? Because I could potentially see them totally invading Gaza through this. Mm-hmm. You know, and and we know they won't do that. Like, let's be real. Israel wants to take over that whole part of the Middle East. They want to take over Palestine. They want to take over the Gaza Strip. That's what they want to do, whether people agree or disagree. That that is what they want to do, and I mean, they've done it through look, settlements and other things.
1: Let's be real. I mean, look, you, you've got two sides that want to wipe the other side off the map. Mm-hmm. That's 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 what you have. Yeah. Right. And look, I, I mean, Israel has a right to exist, and. You know, and it's not like, and it's not like Israel is just, you know, they're not just going warlord on the Middle East. It's like, you know, a lot of the times it's it's like, you know, Hamas is like they, they they're a terrorist group. They're really they're a terrorist group. Yeah, they are. And and it's and it's a lot of this is them like they th- this is what they this is part of what I think they want to do like they want to create they want to try to create terror and of course when stuff stuff like that happens uh, of course any country retaliates right and when they retaliate you got to go in where they are because these people don't fight they don't fight man up they hit you and then they run away like no you got to go get their asses and so you know that's what we're doing deal- i mean a lot of this is smoke and mirrors and deception tactics and, yeah like you you see a lot of that and like i mean anybody that's ever been to israel like they're they it's a peaceful it's a peaceful country they love, they're like like they the israelis are some of the nicest people like israelis are some of the nicest people i've ever met now uh the jews here that's, that's another fucking story some <laughs> of these guys but no i'm mean, gonna say like you know and I, I bet I, I was just kidding i mean there's jews here that are nice too but like yeah of course like, there's some of the most peaceful here there's some of the most people There's some of the most peaceful people on earth but like yeah i
0: haven't heard people, of any like jewish terrorist attacks in america
1: yeah like no you're <laughs> gonna no you but the, like if if you get attacked you're going to fight back like yo oh, like no you you like your your whole job as a country is to defend your people right is to keep your people like you know safe, and if that means you got to fight, you if that means you got to go into these Hamas places and freaking root these, smoke them out of their holes and, you know, too, da- too goddamn bad for them.
0: Yeah, and I, I will admit, like, we, I know we haven't gotten any evidence if Hamas owned this building, was in this building, whatever. It is extremely likely that they're hiding behind some sort of soft target. They do this all the time in the Middle East. All these Islamic terrorist groups do this, where they will Hide amongst children, hide in schools, hide in hospitals, hide in towns with, you know, ordinary people so that we don't bomb it and kill civilians. Like, it, that's what they do is they hide amongst civilians. But I, I have to ask myself, like, when I see Hamas, like, they spent all these years to collect all these missiles, and then they fire them at Israel, which has an iron dome defense system that's state-of-the-art, one of the best in the world, takes out pretty much all the missiles like are they stupid I, I I just don't part of me wonders are they just controlled opposition like I don't I don't have any evidence to back this up but I'm just I like think, could they be so stupid to do this because they know I Israel's gonna like blast the shit out of
1: them. yeah I think part of this is I think part of this is a they tried to strike uh, as hard of a punch as they have. Like hmm. it's a, it's that kid that knows that, 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 that is trying to hit the kid bigger than he is with everything he has. He's trying to do, go full whale on this kid in hopes that he either gets knocked out or he just like is all of a sudden pussies out and runs away or something like that. They're not, uh, but, but that's, I mean, that's not going to work for Israel because one Israel is. Israel is well equipped to handle itself. And two, Israel has been fighting war. Has been in war for the last uh well fucking hundreds of years. So they're pretty pretty experienced. They're well equipped. They they, they're very good at what they do. Um and they've got create like they've got some really good weaponry too. Not just not just the iron dome not just the f35s they the, they've got they've got good firearms and firepower too like oh, the yeah. like i mean you got to be insane like you've really got to be insane if you're the small time fucking... and they are look hamas is very small time uh, but they are getting funded you know they are getting funded uh by you know iran they're getting funded yeah. by a lot of these other other countries you know and And now, and now it looks like the Bidens are sending Palestinians money too. And, uh, but I'll say this, uh, none of this shit was happening when Trump was in office. I know, right?
0: That's what I keep thinking is like everything we've been seeing this week. Never and he, happened. And he's all
1: like, and he was all like, Biden was all like, "Oh, I don't agree with it. This is not the right move, or whatever." Well, it worked, and your moves did not work. Okay, look, look what we're seeing right now. Their their shit worked, and yours didn't, right? Yeah. So, and then of course you got, you've got Elon Omar fucking tweeting about this shit because of course, because of course she hates America and fucking hates Israel. Um, and let's be real. If our government and our justice system weren't as corrupt as they are, she'd be in fucking prison, (laughs) right? Like, what? What? Seriously, what congressional person is going to be anti-American and like just for the toppling of our fucking government in any other country in the world? Like, if if she was in any other country in the world and did this shit, like, she's in jail. She's in jail. She did this shit in Russia. She'd be in prison she did this shit in china she'd be in prison right if she was in china and she was in the people's congress or whatever and she was like oh china fucking hong kong free hong kong blah 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 blah, they would like get this bitch in prison right now right now <laughs> get her in her the up. fucking chinese prison yeah they're gonna lock her up <laughs> it would be, it'd be it would be br- her the rest of her short-lived life would be brutal and like because i mean i mean look yeah, I, I just I look at that. And then and then so, you know, and I, and I had to look at some of these tweets, too. I really had to look at some of these tweets. I'm like, some of these people are fucking insane. Oh, by the way, if you're re- if you're a Republican. OK, if you're a Republican or you're conservative and you were and you were not standing for Trump. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up right now. Shut the fuck up right now. Because Trump was one of the most pro-Israel presidents maybe ever, maybe ever right he stood with israel he put a he put a he just he basically did a fucking he did he did a colo. he did a colonial on the city of jerusalem and said look uh this is this is now the jewish capital you have a problem with it uh go fuck yourself basically and like so i mean he's you're talking about one of the most pro israel presidents maybe ever and and they didn't stand for it. They didn't stand look, look, something you got you know, when the Gillette, the Jew, the steal was happening. You know, like Madison Cawthorn, okay? I'm sorry. Look, I'm not like he, you know, there's a lot of people that f fu- are, are annoyed when he's like he does his standing on his own two feet or something like that. He won't like, stop talking about standing. Yeah. He's obsessed with it. You stand for you stand for Israel. Why the fuck didn't you stand for Trump, okay? When Trump was getting the election stolen from him, boy, he was crippled then. Hell, the whole fucking Congress was fucking crippled while that while the the steal was happening right from underneath him. Like, yeah, like it's, it's spare me, spare me your fucking support, right? Yeah, I'm sorry. It, it, anyway, so that's uh, oh,
0: yeah. I pulled this tweet up too. Like he created his team create a graphic than everything of him standing with his arms crossed, like, ooh, look at me. You gotta come through me first before you bomb Israel. And he's got this like flag and like all this stuff. And I'm like, bro where was this? Like you said, when Trump was being bombarded every day, I didn't see you out there in the streets stopping the steal. I didn't see you standing in Congress to stop the steal. But he stands for israel and i have nothing against israel like i want to make that clear i have nothing against it i really i don't care about this issue in general i care about america first and this conflict is sad tragic it's been going on ever since israel has been created and i hope it ends like i want to end for peace and i think honestly the only things that are going to happen out of this is either israel takes over that whole area or there's a two-state solution. Those are the only things that are going to happen. Palestine is never going <laughs> to never gonna win. There's no way that it's going to be a Palestinian state in that whole area. It's not going to happen. Israel has nukes, and the Palestinians have rocks. Like, that's literally what it's like. And it, they, Okay, they got a few missiles after, what, like eight years? Twelve, ten years? Like, it took them like a decade to get a few missiles, and then israel shot them all down and then just flattened like parts of gaza and flattened hamas i mean they stand no chance i i just don't get it like why they should literally just like okay israel we give up let's do a two-state solution like they can't even do that yeah like i just it's just one of those things that i just don't get it like i do get it because it's a very complicated thing like that's kind of why i don't have a stance because it's so complicated Mm -hmm. but i'm not like one of these that hates israel i think that's weird but i also think it's weird when these people like republicans specifically just love israel to a degree that's just weird you know what i mean it's like the mass and cawthorn thing it's like he goes out of his way to do this but he never goes out of his way for trump none of these people do they go out of their way for israel but not america and it's just like you can love Israel, no problem with that. I know a lot of people that admire their Zionists. I don't have a problem with it. I think Israel can actually have some strategic benefits, and if they have this kick-ass military, I want to be friends with them too. But priorities, people, <laughs> priorities.
1: And and you got, I mean, you, you're starting to see your separations too. Like cut up like Cutter has uh, you know like I said Qatar I think they're trying to make you know they're trying to affiliate themselves with you know Iran and all like whatever and then you've got the United Arab Emirates who are basically saying if Hamas continues dropping rockets we're going to cut their fucking funding which you know good for them because they they signed the Abraham Accords so like they're You know it looks like they're still honoring it look look bush look like bush what the fuck was i thinking um
0: mention war and you say bush
1: trump trump had this thing i mean he had it he had it figured out like he he took care he took care of this thing right and yeah all it takes is one one senile person to fuck it all up Uh, oh yeah i mean that's the thing like
0: this is such a mess and I think Israel knows, like under Trump it's best to stay cool and peaceful and under Biden they probably thought they can get away with more. Even though you'd think under Trump they would probably think they could get away with more of what we're seeing right now, but I, I guess they think I don't know. It's it's just an interesting dynamic between us and Israel and how it changes through presidencies. Because yeah. Trump was very pro... Maybe that's what they thought. He's pro-Israel, so it's like, let's keep things peaceful so we can get the most out of it, which makes sense. Don't blame him. And then Biden is kind of just like, well, we're probably not going to get much out of him anyway, so well, it's just... I think
1: Biden. I think Biden is trying to... Un- like, he's doing... Uh, he's trying to undo everything...
0: Trump did, yeah. That Trump,
1: Trump did. Like, yeah. just for the sake of... Just for the solely for the sake of undoing everything that Trump has done. Like, that is like... um. I think that's the the just sheerly the goal, I guess, but um, I don't think, I mean, look, you keep doing that, you're going to keep fucking up the country, and you're probably going to give back the uh, Senate, probably going to actually probably gonna give up all of Congress back to the fucking Republicans. Um.
0: Well, let's talk about that actually, because okay. another big story that's happened this week that's been coming, it's you know, expected, but Liz Cheney has finally gotten blown the fuck out. Officially, they got rid of her from her yeah. leadership position. And look, I'm happy. I love seeing it's kind of like yeah, that's that's a victory. That's a solid victory. But I think what people need to realize is not get too caught up in it, because. There's more going on here. This is just one person in a much bigger problem. We still have Mitt Romney. We still have Kevin McCarthy. We still have Frank Luntz in these circles. We still have uh, 10 other Republicans that voted to impeach Trump. We still have many more. In many ways, mm-hmm. I think she was a sacrificial lamb. Because they, they all started going you know, in on her at the end there. They were kind of like, you know, like all right, she's definitely going to be gone, so let's all pile on so they don't sure look which, at us
1: yeah I I think that that could be it I'm hoping that it's I, there's a couple ways that, that, that you could look at this and I'm hoping that it's the other thing which is they try like now okay they thought okay Trump's out of office we could maybe we could distance ourselves from him maybe we could you know we could move on maybe we could like you know and then they realize that the people don't fucking support that shit at all. Like,
0: yeah. And
1: then they're like, Oh no, maybe, uh, maybe we bet on the wrong fucking horse. All right. Like, uh, so now, and now, of course, now that you, we realize that Liz Cheney is fucking losing. In the, and first off, how the fuck are you losing in the polls in Wyoming? Where the fuck do you <laughs> how, like, yo, if you live, Mike, I'm sorry. If you're losing in Wyoming, like the most Republican of all fucking States, Give up politics. Just give up politics. Give up like, You couldn't just like yeah, just don't just don't get into politics ever again, right? Like, yeah. It's not for you, right? So but anyway, I'm glad I'm glad she's gone. Uh or well, she's gone from the lead the GOP leadership. Um, she's not really I mean, like I, I she's not she's not a real Republican. Um I I don't care if she doesn't vote for on the side of the Republicans. Again, I really don't give a shit. Um, Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, Yeah. I, I really don't care. I really don't care if Liz Cheney votes for the Democrats pretty pretty much the whole way down the line. I feel like this is more of a the Liz Cheney exit is probably like similar to a Jeff Flake exit in that. Uh, you know, Jeff Flake, he decided to make his stand, his stand, but it wasn't it wasn't a real stand. It was, I'm losing. I I was losing my race, or I'm dropping out because I know I'm not going to win a re-election. Uh, so now I'm going to, uh, I'm going to turn on the Republicans. I'm going to try to get my media deals. I'm going to try to get my book deals and i'm gonna look out for my own ass now so that's pretty much where i think we are at as far as you know liz cheney goes i'm not uh uh and i and i hope that this is a i'm hoping that this is a first sign of uh further things to come because i know we got a lot of people we got a lot of people that you're trying to get rid of uh, adam kinzinger uh we gotta get rid of him uh, Mitt Romney, got to get rid of him. Um, there's, you know, got to get it, got to get the seats back. Uh got to get the seats back in Georgia and Arizona uh, for the Senate. Um, and I, 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 I just want there to be, I, I hope that this is the beginning of something and not just the sacrificial lamb thing, whatever. Um, so I, I don't know. I what do you guys think? I don't know. I'm 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 trying to I'm trying to gather a little bit here. Um the um and it's like I and you're, you're you're starting to see these uh you're starting to see the support you really did start seeing the um the support way because when they, you know, when they reassessed the GOP leadership, mm-hmm. Liz Cheney got a lot of support, and then we, then you know, like just, just now we started seeing Liz Cheney get almost no support at all. Um,
0: I love how now she's like, "Oh, I regret voting to impeach Trump." It's like, "Yeah, because you got fucked."
1: Yeah. Yeah, because we kicked uh, you out.
0: We don't want you anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I, I just, I don't think that uh I I I, I I I, this is this is more of a she's not to me this is more of a she's she knows she's not getting reelected so she's trying to get her media deals she's trying to get her book deal she's mm. trying to get her like she's trying to get everything she can on the way out and then probably getting a job with like the lincoln project or some bullshit, you know and so i so uh, i think that's that's what she's doing. I very similar to a Jeff Flake. Very similar. Mm-hmm. This has, this has Jeff Flake written all over it. Um, you know, this, what's interesting about
0: those people is, they're so open about it. You know, a lot
1: of these other ones are very I sneaky. I mean, I mean, well, no, I, I I think, because, much of this was, um, a lot of these guys were, a lot of these fuckers were voting f- with Trump. A large chunk of the time technically just, yes yeah i mean they just i th- i think it's they decided to hedge their bet in the other direction uh they tried to give in to like the liber- liberal rural peer pressure and instead of you know sticking sticking to the you know the republican talking point because i mean a lot of it look a lot of these liberal talking heads it's all bullshit anyway like the liberal media is garbage social media is garbage you know these like and a lot of these and i'm sorry but a lot of these liberal uh fucking protesters or whatever they're the stupidest people on earth (laughs) like no, you you stick to your guns like no stick to your guns and and not only that i mean already like, like the Republicans really should have distanced her, themselves from Liz Cheney a long time ago, especially, especially with her dad. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're, her dad is probably one of the most evil people this world has ever fucking known. Okay, like, dude, they should not. They should have kept a happy distance from from her. Like, ooh, yeah. I That's mean, what
0: amazes me is that she's been there this long. Yeah, like it's unbelievable, and i don't know if you look too much in the person to replace her elise stefanik who's getting a lot of stardom through this she's interesting i yeah. am very mixed on my feelings on her because i see some yeah. people i trust promoting her i see people like Bannon promoting her and and rahim kassam and others To
1: me, there's a lot of to me and and maybe and i i don't know if you see the same thing too but like I think a lot there's a lot of, and I'm hoping and again I'm hoping because she's young right she, she, she yeah. hasn't been in office for very long Yeah. she uh, she started waning a little bit too like she started like when this whole thing was going on she started kind of waning a little bit too and I'm hoping that she realized oh, oh maybe I should be sticking to the you know Sticking to the, lo- the to our side and uh, to hell with these fucking people that are like you know. And I think she, I mean, her what she's saying is ki- is kind of I don't want to say reassuring, but like she's you know, saying she's, the right thing right, She's striking the right. She's striking the right notes. Right. Yeah, At and least, that's
0: why you know? I'm a little sus is because her voting record yeah. doesn't fully align with it. Like Look, she voted yeah. against the wall, which is a big thing.
1: Think, right. So so this is uh, yeah. That's. I'm hoping that she's kind of like you know maybe she, may, I'm hoping that she's like learned her lesson maybe and like because you know there's you know you get you get into office and you're like okay you yeah. uh, know she is in New York too so I mean there's you know let's, yeah it's
0: true that's a good point I,
1: I mean there's a lot of like but yeah I, I I'm hoping. But, uh, but but like i was saying before I, I i hope that this is the beginning of like this is the beginning of something and not just a sacrificial lamb cuz we got yeah. people that need to get the fuck out like oh yeah that's 20, what this like, midterms need...
0: is all going to be about right. and it's going to be exciting because it's going to be a people, civil war there's
1: people i never want to see again well, let's name some of the people that we never want to see Ooh, again oh let's do
0: that let's do that um, let's start our hit list
1: <laughs> okay um so we're starting with uh, Mitt well, Romney. Mitt Romney, get the course. fuck out. Um, I want to see Liz Cheney gone. Uh, mm. Not, not. I mean, she's gone from the leadership. I just want to see her gone from Congress. Yes. Uh, I really don't care if she works for the Lincoln Project. I don't give a shit about that. Uh, Adam Kinzinger, I, I want him oh. gone too. Uh, oh. Gone. Lisa Murkowski, I want Ooh. her gone too. Um, let me see. I'm trying to pull up like an
0: interactive like list of people in Congress.
1: So, I mean, I mean, I guess I I guess Democrats don't really count in this list, but I do want I don't see mind them. Ra- Raphael Warnock on uh in, in the 2022 uh, election.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, the guy in nice, Georgia.
1: It'd be nice if Kelly got voted out. I don't know if that is going to be possible cuz you you're going to need that is going to be contingent on who runs against him. Like he's, he's going to need, like if you're going to get rid of Kelly in Arizona, you're good. You need to get, you need to get somebody worth a damn. Uh, Cause Martha McSally. She's
0: she's awful.
1: I hope she never gets into politics again, (laughs) but um, yeah, they need to run somebody at least. Somewhat deep. They, I mean, really, this boils down to: you need to get good candidates. You need to get good candidates because you because we 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 found out over the last ten years if you if you put if you put in some half ass fucking dude going up against this look, um, Joe Manchin should should probably have been dumped a long time ago in West Virginia. Mm. Like Trump won that state handily in b- both both elections. Right? You would think it's ripe it's ripe to boot boot mansion out right but they they the last election they had fucking morrissey or whatever whatever the fuck his name is like he he looked like a (laughs) retard i'm like no you're not beating nobody right like yeah i'm like just just stop like no you got to get good candidates um and uh
0: And and that's that is where and I said this before and it needs to be emphasized is that's where we failed as Republicans in twenty eighteen we failed Trump on that because we could have turned the tide we could have actually cleaned house because we knew who the bad people were could have cleaned it out with MAGA America first people and actually been able to do stuff way be way more productive in his you know second half of his term but we didn't do that and that's where we're in the position now. And it would be wonderful, wonderful if we could do a bigger than the Tea Party, Tea Party-style sweep in 22, take back the House, take back the Senate. And then in 24, Trump comes roaring back, and then we get more, hopefully more seats, and we can actually do a lot of the things we want to do quickly. Because I mean, I've been been seeing people that are like, oh, it's disappointing Trump's term oh you wouldn't do any of his promises you wouldn't keep them and I look back and like well one he did and then number two is it's amazing how much he was actually able to get done like it is actually amazing considering everything was against him and that's what people gotta remember he's one man He is only one man in this system of hundreds of thousands of people and in congress it needs to be cleaned up so badly <laughs> Like, how many good, like, let's think of it this way. How many, like, good congressmen are there that are actually America first? Like, maybe a handful that are vocal about it. I mean, a lot of them you can get them to vote in line with this stuff, you know, which is good. Like, there's probably a lot of them that are actually decent. But really, like, I think of Matt Gates I think of Lauren Boeber. I think of Marjorie Tara Greene. I think of um a few others. and That's really it. Like, we have a lot of work to do. Yep. And I'm scrolling through the list of the people now, and it's like... Most of these people I've never heard of. And most people don't because they're not on TV a lot. But I think the lesson we've learned... We can learn from this uh, Liz Cheney thing is... Even when there are people that aren't fully in line with us... Um, and the least of fuck may not. Like, I'm a little worried on her. But there's one thing we can do. Is we can basically bully these people into doing what we want because that's the point of them they're supposed to represent us you know and if we put enough pressure on them if we make enough noise and we start kicking them out when they don't do what we want none of this left versus right stuff it's like no you do what we want America first or gone America first or out then I think you can get people like Elisa Defong and this is what I hope to get out of here, Is somebody who may not fully be in line with us but now will be because of the pressure because we've already made an example of Liz Cheney. It's like, okay, you will mess with us, we'll take you out back, you know? It's kind of like that idea. And that's that's what I hope. I hope we have pressured her into
1: doing what we want. Mm, I I I think I I'm I hope that cuz I mean, look, the the one of one of her quotes that was kind of um that was encouraging was she openly said we are we are looking to we are looking to work with president trump well she said trump's the
0: leader of the party she said it whereas chaining these other ones are like "Uh, not really and it's like she she just says that's like good
1: yeah i mean that that to me that 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 is assuring we'll see what like because, I mean, not even like, I don't know. For me, it's like Kevin McCarthy's kind of been wishy washy on Oh, no, that shit we need too. to get him
0: out. He needs going. Yeah. He needs I mean, to get replaced. I think if yeah. you replace him with somebody good, I think that's a big, big step in the right direction. Uh-huh. Because he controls the show. Like, that's uh-huh. one thing people don't understand is. The two most powerful people in Congress are Nancy Pelosi and Kevin McCarthy. Especially when oh, one yeah. of them speaks like Nancy, she holds all the funding power. She holds everything over these Democrats. She holds their races like in their hands. If they don't go her way, you're done. And now the yeah. problem with Trump is when he had Paul Ryan in Paul Ryan ran the show in Congress and like Trump bullied him as much as he could. And it's like you can only do so much to these people because some of them are in very safe districts where nobody's going to oppose them. And if somebody did, they would lose. And that's what people don't understand with the system we're in is like you have to work within it, you have to do what you can. It it, it literally is like you're given the cards you're dealt with and you have to play with them because. It's not like you can just snap your fingers and do what you want. It does not work that way. But when, and that's where I said, we can either get these people out and the ones in, pressure them to do what we want.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I I mean, I hope she turns out good. I really do. But I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Because the other options, though, weren't any better. <laughs> like Chip Roy, who was the other person they were looking for this, he was terrible.
1: Extreme. I mean, I think there, there was a there was a bit of an extreme kind of thing there too. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I look at him and I'm like, I don't know. I, I just, there, there's just wasn't a good feel. And he you was very pro
0: like mass immigration, I think too. Yeah. So um, it's like, I, I... <laughs> again, these are the cards were dealt with. And when people bitch like, Oh, I want somebody that's like, you know, harder, more hardcore pro Trump. Like, well, we need to get him in. They're not there. They're not gonna put Marjorie Taylor Greene in this position. She's a freshman. They're not gonna put Matt Gates yeah. in. He's under investigation. Like, no. we need more people. That's the that's where we're that's at.
1: Stupid. You know, Matt Gates getting in for 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 snorting cocaine and getting a pro, an escort. Man, that's awesome, like, dude. I'll <laughs> go for that guy twice. Yeah. I'll for that guy twice. Too. I bet
0: he didn't even do the coke thing. Like it, it sounds like there's no, you know. I bet he was like. I bet he may have done it in a past life. If,
1: if he if he admitted to it, he'll probably never lose an election ever again. <laughs>
0: yeah. He no, what yeah. if he, what if he came out? He's like, what? "Yeah, I, I snored snorted it and I snorted it off the oh, hookers' yeah. ass." Yeah, I take
1: a couple bumps before I get to work, man. How do you think <laughs> I put up with this? shit.
0: <laughs> They'd probably be like, "Yeah, I can't blame you." Yeah. I mean, it's fun and that's still slowly unwinding, but apparently the guy that's Greenberg that's like his associates going to testify um, he's going to talk and he's pleading guilty um, but he here's an interesting thing on that he's going to plead guilty but he is not um, saying Ga- Gates is guilty I need to check the stuff I was reading but there there's a lot yeah. saying that he's actually not going to say like oh Gates did all these things so I think again I think Gates is going to come out of this fine I really do
1: Yeah, I uh, Yeah, I I just got a uh I got a reply on that Madison Cawthorn tweet from our buddy uh the GHP. Uh it shows up under show more replies, which means he's probably being shadow banned or some shit. I'm going to yeah, look this fun. up. Yeah, it's like he was like, any confi, any evidence of a steal, any evidence of all at all of fraud. I'm like, oh, you mean, oh, you mean, other than the, uh, other than there being more votes for Biden and uh, Trump than <laughs> registered voters in the United States. Oh, you mean that evidence? Uh, oh yeah, I yeah. see, Hamill. Well, how yeah, about the that...
0: fact that they've all deleted the evidence? Can we yeah, talk about like, that?
1: All of them deleted. Like, fucking Michigan deleted it. Arizona. Fuck, Arizona deleted it. Probably a lot of these other states that are being in question are fucking doing it, too. I think Wisconsin's probably doing an audit now, too. But, um, yeah. I, it's not that there isn't evidence. It's just not being enforced. Like, nobody, nobody wants to enforce it. Like that is that that ultimately that is the problem with most even crime even crime as a whole like yeah because you know nobody wants to do the work or nobody wants to face the backlash nobody wants to do nobody's going to do what's right because there's no incentive for them to do what is right like so uh no now you're stuck with what you got. Well, and let's so, look. I'm glad this
0: all is going to be happening in Wisconsin too. That's that's a good sign. It's like it's not just Arizona. Yeah. It's Wisconsin too. Who's okay. next? And what look there's there's statistical anomalies. There's the nerds that showed um when there were
1: counties in fucking Detroit that had more votes than fucking people like yo that had more votes than people that lived in the damn city like mm-hmm. what. They didn't they didn't they didn't do it they didn't do a thing like there was there was there was there was voting irregularities in like multiple states they just did refuse to do anything
0: well and they then then there's the, the nerds found that when the votes were being transferred um on SD cards the information was being transferred mm-hmm. um, from the machines all these other pinpoints they found that like votes got removed from trump and the exact number were given to biden i mean look maybe there's a good reason just for the sake i'll say maybe but you should at least look into it i mean yeah. we all should realize that that doesn't sound right it sounds a bit fishy i mean at the minimum and i just i i i hope they find something in arizona so that we can put this to bed but we cannot as a country move forward until we get to we'll get to the bottom of the election, and we get to the bottom of COVID nineteen, we know we need to know where COVID came from. We need to know what happened with that, and we need to figure out what happened in that election. If it was stolen, if there were enough votes yeah. fucked with, because people are so divided because we cannot agree upon facts we all have our own set of yeah. facts and if I we can't this. get to the bomb of these things we can't move forward we're yeah. just gonna get worse so yeah, I tell people just for the sake of bringing people together a little bit we should all be for these audits
1: you can't honestly tell a person that their vote counts with all this shit hanging in the wind right? yeah you we can't. got to the bomb like, of the Russian
0: meddling but we can't get to the bomb of this can we
1: yeah there was no Russia meddling. If anything, like, yeah, and that's another thing. What, so China meddling in our elections is cool, but Russia not? Okay. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Um. Thanks. But, yeah, and but yeah, we, look, Biden, it might be, he's on his way to becoming worse than, a worse president than Jimmy Carter, and he's only fucking, he's, he's only, only been getting it's started. Only, it's only May. Like, what is it? <sighs> mid May.
0: Well, were you full I mean I know right. I was you
1: remember, fucking What was that? Jimmy Carter was bad bad mm. oh my god terrible especially like he, he was the he was the one that let in all those fucking people when when Castro kicked all of those fucking criminals yeah. out of Cuba or yeah. whatever. Yeah oh my god what a terrible terrible he was the one He was the one that like, and I'm like, that was letting all of that crazy shit, letting all that crazy shit in in Florida, and fucking just looking the other way, Uh, like, and and of course, you know, the the Reagan's Reagan's drug war might have been a little excessive, but at least you needed to do something. Like, there was, there was, there was tons of fucking cocaine. No, that's literal tons right of cocaine being pushed through fucking uh florida now of course yes yes cocaine is awesome but but that's that Don't that's not the, the point here the point is there's a whole bunch of drugs that are being pushed in a lot of dirty money a lot of like just crazy there's just a lot of dirty shit going on and people were getting, a whole ton of fucking people were getting killed, right? Violence was going through the roof. All, all of that money le- led to, like, violence, police corruption, fucking pe- business corruption, bank corruption, all that shit. Like, yeah, there was so much that was tied to it that, like, Jimmy Carter basically looked the other way on. Um, and yeah I don't know I think Biden may be worse than, than that guy he, he's, he's he's on on path to be worse than that guy
0: well we yeah. already had a little energy crisis didn't we this week
1: yeah. yeah we got a little bit of an energy curve well I mean you know I think I, 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 I want to I want to keep things in perspective because this was a company basically what had happened was there was a, a you know the, uh, petroleum shipping company that got their shit hacked that you know that basically fumbled the ball at the one yard line but
0: did they I've heard that they uh, did pay them the ransomware. Do you know if that's true?
1: They did pay the ransom. Uh. But but I mean no you, you should have you know like it was their own fucking you know their own fuck up caused this mess, right? Yeah they they, 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 got they got probably
0: they probably you know, didn't it. invest in any cybersecurity like a lot of these companies. Yeah,
1: probably not probably not they were like, Well what what the fuck is it? You know, get this computer away from me, goddamn. Uh, no. Some boomers uh, running
0: it there, like, oh we don't need that. We have Norton I it's gonna be fine, guys. We have Windows Defender, it's gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah. Got- and and I think actually the bigger picture of this is something we always hear about. You know, there'll be people in the news who'll bring up like EMP attacks, rolling blackouts cyber attacks as being the next terrorism the next big thing this we're gonna see more of i think without a doubt okay. but, see but a lot then more.
1: again and then i and then i wonder well shit you you uh you now i'm concerned because i guess the biden's allowed china to get back on our fucking power grid or whatever access to our power grid again like what the fuck is like like there, like is that like i'm can't help but be concerned right can't help but be concerned with that, like, you know, because hackers can take—that's the problem. Like, with the hackers can take out your freaking a- your power grid, basically, and can fuck you completely. Like, look, and we're seeing if if something little like this is gonna cause this much fucking shit. Okay, oh, yeah. what, what would happen? What would happen if a power grid got taken out?
0: Like, yeah. And taken out. Which will happen one day. It's, I mean it's look look at the, and I, I look I was one of the people selling the alarm on this because I thought it could be a bigger thing you know there's never never guarantee because they were saying it'd be fixed by the end of the week and we know why they knew that now um mm-hmm. now it makes sense because they were able to somehow get five million dollars together to pay for this which it's a little sketch I don't know where they came up with that but they paid a five million dollar ransom this could have gone on way longer and I was afraid it was going to and I bet it that's why they paid the ransom is because they didn't know how to fix this and they probably this was going to go on for long and that's why they paid the ransom and and what does that do that tells that the the cyber terrorists hackers this works we can do it again we can make a lot of money from it Mm -hmm. and they'll keep doing it it won't be maybe nations doing because they first start blaming russia as everything bad that happens gets blamed on russia oh biden stubbed his toe must have been russia's fault uh, no. biden a couldn't go up this... the stairs russia but it wasn't if anything
1: if anything my guess would probably be china north korea or something like that because a lot of this affected the southern states like it hit the southern states the hardest well
0: and the east coast like it was hitting virginia really bad it was getting into new jersey delaware
1: Below the Mason Dixon line. You got your your Virginia, North Carolina. Well, well New
0: Jersey and Delaware were mid Atlantic, East Coast. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it does mostly hit the South, but because that's what the pipeline connects to all these states. And that's why we were kind of lucky, is because most yeah. of our guests didn't come from there. But it was starting like there was you know panicked buyers, which can help create a shortage. Um, but what people don't understand, what the bigger picture of a pipeline being shut down is okay you don't have gas for your car but what about tanker trucks that deliver gas to other places what about trucks that deliver food to your store what about all these other trucks that we use to deliver all kinds of things in america can't go anywhere like the rippling effects would be insane like you'd have food shortages you'd have supply shortages and we're probably going to see in the coming weeks the greater effects this like with covid With the lumber prices recently jumping 300%, that's something that didn't happen instantly. It's Because the sawmill shut down during COVID, and they had a large supply at hand. So, you know, they go through that supply. But once the supply meets the demand, which it did a few months ago, and now this demand was exceeding the supply, that's when your shortage happens. And we Mm -hmm. could see that happen with this. It's like, yeah, we're fine for now, but we're behind the supply is behind the food supply might be a little bit behind the gas supplies might be a little behind and then it this and i think that's what's gonna happen the summer shortage that we we're expecting this kind of accelerated it and it's probably gonna hit a little sooner hit a little harder and it's just disaster like this didn't happen under trump and i love the white house's response oh they're a private company like we, we can't tell them what to do you know because they're asking if you know, oh, are you gonna have? Should they pay the ransom? Oh well, they're a private company. We we shouldn't tell them what to do.
1: Oh, yeah, like oh, <laughs> so criminal act is being done, like uh, and there's not no real response to that. No. I
0: didn't know the binds were. Biden administration was a libertarian organization or administration now.
1: Like oh, they're just private
0: companies, guys. They do what they want. We don't. It's say. gotta
1: be. It's gotta be like something like. It's got to be a pro-Democrat fucking company. Yeah,
0: it's it's, it's so of shady. It. But, yeah, they pay the ransom to Dark Side Ransomware, which does this for money. Yeah. And, I mean, it's... It, is, is it me? Am I alone here that this time that we're living in the COVID time has made me a doomsday prepper? Am I alone on that? Am I yeah. alone? I can't be.
1: I told you, I've been looking- I've been looking up all kinds of crazy shit, like, you know. I've been doing it for months now. Like I was looking up uh I was looking up the uh the pre- the food prep stuff from, like, Yeah, uh,
0: baby. infowars.com. Uh, <laughs> no, uh,
1: yeah, cuz no, I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to mention these the the company's names cuz they they need to pay us first.
0: Yeah, they need to be a sponsor.
1: <laughs> I'd be glad to sponsor them if they fucking you know, hook us up. Yeah. Give us a little piece of the pie. Um yeah, I was looking up like there's certain things that I was looking up with, you know, in regards to like water like water and uh you know, and food, water, you know, certain like solar type shit. I was I was actually looking up some solar type stuff too, but um you got to got to generate some kind of power. Like if if you're. Mm-hmm.
0: That's what I've been thinking about too. Self sustaining yeah. he... home, a hundred percent self sustaining.
1: Yeah. You're going. We're going full Ted Nugent.
0: Let's go, baby. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm no, I. <laughs> huh? No, honestly, like I've been the same way because that's what COVID's put into perspective It's just how fragile this country really is. It's like the Joker says, all it takes is a little push. That's really what it is. You know, it's like we're an awesome country. We have strong infrastructure. A lot of things we have are pretty damn good. But it still only takes a little bit to just make everything go crazy. Like I said, just hack the electrical grid. I mean, the effects of that would be nuts.
1: So I will say, I will say, though, that. Um I was looking at I was looking at some reviews on some certain uh on certain things. Maybe we could look it up here. But yeah, yeah let's I go. was looking up I was looking up reviews for um luxury shit uh like for like a vacation to uh, Dubai, right?
0: Oh, have you seen the prices on vacation stuff? Holy shit! Oh,
1: look up, um, look up, um, Emirates, uh first class cabin. Because I'm telling you, the first class cabin seats are fucking nuts, and 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 I was looking, I was looking up, um, because they have like. I was looking up one of the seats, and it might have been an Etihad airline, going like, but going to Qatar, but um, but going to Dubai, it's like I think it, the seat is like twenty thousand dollars. Jesus, and it's basically a a cat like a cabin free y- like, it's got a lobby. Oh, wait, 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 let me see here. No, no, no. No, the the seat that I was thinking of, it has a um it has like two TVs. It has uh can we can we can we look up on see
0: um, I'm on the one there side there's like a Boeing seven 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 one.
1: No, the Airbus three eighty, like yeah. That's like the premier holy shit one. Like here, hold on.
0: I see you yeah. got the drink cabinet there.
1: Yeah, you got the drink cabin. You've got the... Yeah, that's the cabin. That's you. It 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 spreads out into a bed. That seat spreads out into a bed. <laughs> uh, a shit ton of leg room. Uh, yeah, I see the here. bed now. Yep.
0: I remember and when it, the YouTuber Casey Neistat went on these once. Yep. I think he wanted something yep. similar.
1: I think that the, the, Et, the Etihad Airlines seat was a little bit more like that that one had like <clears throat> it had a lobby like it had a lot for one person it had like a lobby it had a a uh it had like a a hallway and to the left of it yeah or yeah, yeah I it see it a personal bathroom a personal bathroom with a fucking shower Jesus um and then you had a double bed basically Mm. this one this one is more um i think this one's more um less less private shit like that that one is a bigger i think that's a bigger one for like the first class but it's got like a lot of proofing your holy shit amenities to it i think this is beyond first class yeah i mean it's incredible uh not only that it has a, it has a full bar. like at the, 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 first class. Area. Oh yeah. I see that. It has a full bar. Um, you've got like, you know, you've got like course meals and shit, you know, like just very, your dining is like a fa- fantastic. Um, so yeah, that, that nuts, just nuts, nuts and fucking luxury. I mean, that makes you think, you know what? Maybe Bernie Sanders is right. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, um, I want a piece of that. Yeah. Like, so, so then you get there, right? So then you get to Dubai and here, look up the Burj al-Arab, right? Look up the Burj al-Arab. It's a hotel that looks like a sail, right? It looks like a sail and it's on the Palm. It's on the Palm Jumeria, which is like this, these man-made islands in Dubai, that's um that looks is that like the one with the tennis courts? Burj, B U R J Yeah Burj Al Rob Yeah. And then yeah. So uh that's the only seven star hotel in the world. Seven right? star? Seven star hotel in the world. Uh it it, it cost a billion dollars to make.
0: Jesus.
1: Uh yeah, there's like twenty four karat gold almost everywhere. Uh, there's like, uh, there's like a crazy looking infinity pull to it, and like all the crazy, I just just crazy shit. They can pick, they have, they have Rolls Royces they could pick you up in from the airport and shit. Like, it's just, it's disgusting. It's just <laughs> disgusting.
0: I was gonna say it's like at a point where I feel bad, like doing yeah. this.
1: I was looking up pri- I was looking up prices for shits and giggles, and the um, so for October, for the months of October, I think it's like October through April. That that's like the time to go because it's like the cooler season, and you know, in Dubai it's it like crazy fucking hot. Um, but yeah, the uh, so the the, the cheaper rooms. We're starting at sixteen hundred dollars a night. Oh yeah, it's, that's that's cheap. Cheapest cheapest room. Cheapest room. I was looking it up. There they have a they have a three bedroom suite, which is like seventy two hundred square feet, which is bigger than most people's houses. Um and that goes for that went for around I want to say that went for around like ninety two hundred. I was that was a night, and that's per night um so yeah there's like you look at that there's like 20 they're they're saying oh that's towards 24 karat gold everywhere like it's just luxury 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 yeah Um, whenever
0: i see stuff like this like and i know this is nothing even compared to this stuff like when i was in trump hotel in dc it's like you when you're in that source like tier that's like ultra luxury you just realize like, man, I'm a peasant. Like this is living. Like I look yeah. at this thing, I'm like, this is living.
1: Yeah, that's how people live. That's how some people live. Yeah. Damn. Um
0: It's got helipad, what the frick?
1: Yep. They sure <laughs> do. Oh my they god. Sure yeah, it was like it's like um just, it's incredible like just how much uh, how much shit I, the, the, I was looking at the one video and there was like a I want to say there was one cocktail that ended up costing them about $50 bu- fifty or whatever that's for the cocktail one cocktail Jeez.
0: dude look, look at the bar did you see the bar
1: yeah it's God. incredible
0: like I, I love visiting this sort of stuff because it's just so cool like yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, this is how you would either love. You, this is how you love or hate the rich. You're just like, man, this is awesome, and then you're just like, God, I wish I was there. I wish this was my hotel.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's crazy how much. And I mean, you know, you know, cut, cutter, or, or I'm sorry, the you you know, the united arab emirates they have they have their own stuff going on and yeah you know cutter has their own stuff going on too with you know i know cuz they're supposed to be hosting a cutter supposed to be hosting a world cup mm. and um yeah gas will be a $4 a bag by Janu- july 4th yes very true eric yeah uh that that's an accurate statement if i've ever seen one um as a water so, so, anyway, sorry sorry no I, di- I was digressing uh Qatar uh was or it's spelled qatar i guess but anyway they're supposed to be holding they're supposed to be holding a hosting a world cup here in 2022 that they probably bought but whatever that's another story um but there uh people were already protesting that world cup because there was like human rights viola like human rights abuses bro we
0: had a freaking olympics in china what are they talking about
1: yeah Yeah, but like they're saying that yeah there's you know people were protesting because there's like you know because it is super hot there right and they were you know they were forcing basically cheap slave or um shot or or you know sweatshop labor for these fucking people that were working this hot ass like they, like this insane heat and like what they tried what they, what they were trying to do what Cutter was trying to do was they were trying to because they only had one workable soccer stadium so they tried to build five or so separate stadiums that were you know they were going to be erected just for the World Cup and then they were going to be torn down or something like that. I don't, I don't know. It's just like... It's insane. It's just insane, but it's like... <clears throat> they've got their own shady, too. But, like... Like, there is... Like, people bitch... Look, people bitch about how, how bad some people have it in this country. And I'm like, look, when I really... When you look at it, like especially when Trump was in, like oh. the, poor pe- the poor people in were just the fuck it. They're they they really are the envy of the world. It's like yeah, if it, if it's so bad, like if 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 poor people have it so bad in this country, why the fuck are there so many illegal immigrants trying to get in this country? Mm-hmm. Right? Why? Why are there so? Why why, why are there convoys? Like there's fucking convoys coming to this country, right? Why? Why if it's so bad here, why would you come here? yeah, right?
0: that's, that's the point I always make. I remember in a class, my freshman year, like one of my professors was talking about how America's like not that great. I'm like, so why are all these people coming here? And he you just know, was I... like speechless for like a good second. I was like, yeah, yeah,
1: a lot of these people look, a lot of these liberals, they've never really went to another country, and if they did, they went to some fucking you know. They likely, they likely stayed at some fucking you know resort, mm-hmm. like touristy resort, like in the Bahamas. They, those are the assholes that go to Cancun and yeah. they go to some nice, and they live in this nice ass resort, and they're like, "See, look, I went to New Mexico. Mexico isn't so bad. I don't know if people go. I don't know what's going on." Like you know it's not you know being here we should just welcome people with open arms like what are you talking about go outside of, go outside of mexico and see what it's fucking like over there right go outside of cancun or to exit back.
0: your your beautiful resort guarded by multiple people with machine guns and go into like mexico city or juarez and tell me how wonderful mexico is
1: once you get captured uh beaten raped and fucking held for ransom <laughs> or some shit like yeah let's see how let's how, see how you love it then
0: yeah when, you, when your husband finds it, 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 your finger in an envelope in his hotel yeah, room we can talk
1: you're the next yeah. like, oh, you're gonna get your head you're gonna get her head in a fucking week if we don't get us X amount of dollars like
0: yeah and, and Mexico too like that's a good example of a country it's like I mean, it's it's our neighbor, and it couldn't be a bigger contrast. I mean, they have territories controlled by cartels. Like that country isn't like a country. It's like five different countries that cartels own, and then they own the governments. They own the cops. They own everything, and it's a mess. They probably rigged the shit out of their elections.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I look at. I I also look. I look at the I I look at the. I look at the immigration that goes on and there's a lot of like you know you got a lot of catholic you got a lot of yeah you know, religious you got a lot of religious people that that come over here and i'm always and, the, and one of the reasons that i'm always like and then i'm always saying that we have to you know we have to continue educating people you know about conservatism or you know you know republican values or conservative values we have to continue. Well, one be one. Nobody else is gonna do it. Like, you're not gonna get it from MSNBC or CNN, or you're sure as fuck aren't gonna get it from the people that are running this country with the Democrats and all that shit. You're not gonna get it from the schools. You're not gonna get it from anywhere else. Like, you're not gonna get it from schools. You're not gonna get it from social media. You're not gonna get it from the media. You gotta get it from like people. You know, you gotta get it from us. Like, it's gotta come from us. Mm-hmm. Like, because there's a lot. There's a lot of people that are. That if they knew what conservative values were, they would be conservative, like no doubt on my mind. So.
0: Oh yeah, and you know we've talked about the Hispanic vote before, but it's it's one of those demographics that I think it's it's it, I mean I don't want to say it's it under like appreciated or anything, but like conservatives. We were able to get at one point like 40% of their vote. Trump got like what, 35% of their vote? Something crazy, way better than mm-hmm. anybody else before. And they're deeply religious. They are, because you always get this cliche thrown around of like, oh, X group is naturally conservative. Like, they're the one group that I would say, like, you could actually probably make a solid argument that they're naturally conservative because religious, very machismo. Yeah, you know, that's where a lot of Hispanics come from cultures are very masculine um they're drawn to strong men like trump they're very hard working working.
1: yes entrepreneurs you got a lot of people that want to have their own small businesses and are working to try to you know work with their own business to make their make a life for themselves and their family
0: oh yeah um well it's like a lot of the democrats still bring people in That, you know, that do suck off the social programs, that suck off welfare and all that shit. But there are a lot of Hispanics that do come here to work. And, like, you see, like, even the illegal labor, they'll fucking work. Like, and I think that's. It's a double edged sword when they bring them in, because, I mean, if they bring them in in mass and they're bringing third world tier people from any country, they could easily change the population, change the vote, and have a Democrat rule for, like, one party rule forever. They could do that, but they could also bring enough working class people in, people that want to work, and they're not going to be really voting Democrat. <laughs> you know, I mean, initially they might, but after some generations, could change quickly. And yeah. that's what you're going to see. Like, look at the ones in the Cubans, for example, in Florida. Yeah, they're not most Hispanics, but it just shows that these 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 groups are not monolithic. Um, as people like to think they are.
1: But this is what I'm saying. We have to continue to educate people. Like, we have to continue to educate people because there's it's not going to come from anywhere else. It's really not. And if, and if it doesn't come from anywhere else, eventually these people are going to be brainwashed. Because, I mean, look, studies have shown, even for, even with the smartest of people, if you say something over and over again, regardless of how much they they, they disagree with it, so, uh, many many people will eventually do- adopt whatever it is it's like it's like um it's like the first time you hear a new song on the radio right And you're like oh wow this song is total shit and then like once they once they play it over and over again and it's like oh it's not so bad uh, it's not that bad and then you and then you hear it in a club or whatever and then it's like oh wow Actually, it's not that bad. Like, this, it's, it's, it's a, it's a mental thing. They're trying to condition you into, um, adopting this bullshit, right? Obviously, like, like, look, you see, you see in uh, MSNBC or you see it on M- NBC, right? The, uh, it's, uh, it's apparently Asian, Asian and Pacific Islander month, right? Yeah. Um, that's, that's what they're selling, right? They're like, oh, stop Asian hate stop all that stuff. I'm like, look, uh, have you seen, have you seen Twitter? I bet I've seen some of the things I've seen on Twitter are Asians getting their asses whipped by, uh, not white people, okay? mm-hmm. people and not what in not Republican areas. Right. Yeah. How have you seen you, any uh... proud
0: boys throwing punches at any of these people? Have you seen Trump supporters beating no. up Asians?
1: No, no, we actually, we, we actually want the, we want, we actually want people around us. Like, yeah, we want it. We, we, we want it like, yeah, look, like the, the Trump, Trump people and the Republicans are, are the, have, they really have the one good thing. The one thing that I like about them the most is that they've adopted the, the open dialogue, right? All about open dialogue. Look, Hey, let's have a conversation. Yeah. Let's debate. Let's have it. You know, let's have a discussion. Look, Hey, maybe we disagree with some. Maybe I disagree with you, but I'm still, you know, I'm still gonna, you know, I'm gonna treat you like a human being. I'm not gonna counsel you. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna try to get you fired or removed anywhere. I just, just have a conversation. Let's debate. Let's, let's, uh, let's see what, where we go. Maybe, maybe, maybe we both learn something, right? And this is, this is the, this is the thing that we've adopted and I'm glad that we have. And this is another thing that we need to continue to push, mm-hmm. right? need to continue to push that and and it requires education that the Democrats are not going to allow anywhere they're not going to allow it anywhere so we have to bring it
0: Yeah, and the thing with free speech and open dialogue too is that not only is it the constitutionally right thing to do now is it the morally right thing to do and to stand for but it's how we win and they know this and that is why they silence us they kick us out they dehumanize us they yep. shut down the debate. They don't want to have debates because they know they're going to lose. They're, they're not confident in their abilities, which is what I've always found very interesting, is the truly open-minded ones in the opposition, the truly ones that are truly interesting and tend to be the more fair, even-handed ones, they'll sit down with you and talk, and they'll have a good faith discussion. But there are so many of them, most of them, that don't. And it's because they, they're not confident in what they believe in they're and they're scared. Oh. And they may think they're right and may think like, oh, yeah, I could win. They really don't. Uh, and they really are scared. And a, that's why they always shut it down.
1: It's a salesman that doesn't believe in their own product.
0: Pretty much, which is weird. I'm like, yeah. how can you live like that? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? And it's And I think it's that oh. innate human sort of resistance to... Oh, you're wrong, and it's like, no, I'm not wrong. It's like you kind of resist being wrong, and you get stuck being wrong. It's like it's a cyclical cycle. So
1: it's we have to be, yeah, we have to be the. And I, I can't, I know I'm getting repetitive when I say this, but I, ha- we have to be because, like, look, that, like, I, th- I, I think we're 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 past the point now um, where we know that the mainstream media can't be relied on for, you know, to tell, to report accurate news. Like, they're not going, at best, at the very best, it's going to be sensationalized bullshit. Yeah. Uh, at, but at worst, it's just bullshit. It's just absolute bullshit. And so again we we have to be the people that report on what's out there we have to be the people that educate people on you know on what things are and what people like like what what are the stances especially when it comes to conservative values like especially like look and and i'm like do do i agree with what goes on with turning point or prager you or whatever a lot of the time there's there's times where i just don't don't agree with some of the shit that they push or whatever but like at the same time I at least like I respect that they put they, they're educating people on stuff and they're opening dialogue and that they're you know there's, there's a lot that they're doing like we need to go we need to take it we need to take it further but at least we have that like right now and that at least is a starting point it's a fair starting point, and well, yeah, we have to go further than that. But yeah,
0: it's actually interesting you mention all those things right there because one thing that's happening on Twitter that's a you know it's a little bit of a low tier thing. I'm not saying that's degraded, but it's, it's not something that's going to create headlines. But it's it's interesting is for the past what, two years there's been this fight between Turning Point and mainstream conservatives and the farther right America first Nick Fuentes Groyper crowd and they've always been butting heads but Turning Point never acknowledged Nick and the Groypers they kind of ignore them act like they didn't exist which I saw was weird mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. one valuable lesson we learned during that whole thing is this is what happens when you don't let everyone sit at the table and air their grievances you don't let yep. people speak is you you push you you intensify the fighting it makes things worse and it makes honestly radicalizes people and because because people start thinking like well what the fuck you won't talk to me like what's going on and it's like you get more fired up and then you probably dig deeper into your beliefs but what's that
1: was exactly what i was thinking yeah it was like it was like when 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 that whole thing was going on especially like with the rob smith and the you know and the groyper thing and like i was like Geez, this is the polar fucking opposite of what this whole thing was supposed to be doing right we were supposed to be doing the open dialogue and we we're supposed to be you know having the questions and all that stuff and then there was you know th- and then there were then there was some of the uh, the some of the turning point events that were like you know they were t- they were taking what what looked like uh, pre written questions or oh, something like so that. Bad. Like, like, like it happened at home first. it's just like no, we, we got we if if we're going, if we're going to fight this thing and if we're going to win, it has to be open dialogue. Yeah, Charlie open. says
0: he's for this open dialogue, and then yeah. he's like, when when the, when the open dialogue supposed to happen, it's all scripted right. approved questions.
1: Right. You know, like you can't you can't do that like you can't do that. Yeah, it, it's terrible. But what's it's good? Cause you're, you're the same. You're the, it's you're doing the same shit that the fucking other side's doing. The exact same shit. It's just you know a different color.
0: Yeah. What's good though is Gavin Wax, who I have followed since the statue debate came back in late 2020, and the, these Marxists were trying to take down statues. He was one of the people that was actually holding a protest for it with the new york young republicans um he's awesome like i've been a big fan he seems like a cool guy would like to chat with him at some point point. and he became a turning point usa ambassador recently and at first i was like oh no no they're taking him no but but what he did which i thought was really good and again it's not gonna make any headlines but it's good is he started extending an arm out to nick and some of these other of people and said hey look I, I hear you, you have some legit concerns, come to the table and talk mm-hmm. and they started having a back and forth on Twitter and some other people did too with some like the COO of Turning Point, I, I've, I've known about him before, I think his name's like Tyler Boykin or something um, they start engaging in some sort of dialogue and I thought it was really interesting to see that happen now I don't know, I, I, I bet Gavin has good intentions, Gavin Wax, I bet he's good intentioned. I don't know about some of the other people in turning point that were engaging in this dialogue. I'm a little sus on why they were doing it all suddenly, but it is what should have happened before. And it's what we know is the right thing to do. And I think that's where Charlie just screwed up so bad is he kept, you know, shutting down the conversation. When you do that, yeah. people are gonna double down and they're gonna be really like it just makes things worse you got to let people air their grievances or else and the worst thing it, it gets and the worst
1: thing is all it takes is one time to completely destroy your credibility like yeah you built this and it it, it 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 took years to build up the credibility and build up these events and build up all this stuff and 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 all it takes is one fuck up to just completely destroy your credibility and yeah. it's like and that's what that's where they're at that's where they're at right now it's like they're it's not it's not really a credible it's not as credible of an outlet anymore i mean and now you you, and that's when you you get stuck having like turning point chapters that are you know they go rogue and they do their own thing like Um, and then so yeah so yeah that that do their own thing and they're like well we're going to stay with our true values right and that's you know wasn't that kind of
0: inspiring in a little way that event because it showed it's possible it can be done just people don't do it
1: it it was getting done it for a while right it was getting done they were doing it like yo, when they they were doing it when they first started yeah. When they had Candace Owens and they had Charlie, like they were interacting with, they were interacting with people. They were, it was, it was free flowing questions and dialogue. And it was like, and it was, you know, that was, that was what they was supposed to be done because the whole point is to let them air out their whatever let let the the opposition air out whatever they have to so that way you can win with your logic and then you know and that's how you that's how you do it but like they don't like shutting them down it's like it it makes people think you know it it starts emboldening people to go you know to get even worse you know it starts Emboldening people like Nick Fuentes, which I mean, you know, maybe he's right, maybe he's wrong, but like, you know, when you when you shut down somebody, it it emboldens the people whether they're right or wrong. And the only way, like, looks as wise men once told us, sun sometimes sunlight is just the best disinfectant.
0: It absolutely is, and I'm, and that's why I, like, I've always been a big believer in free speech, like since I was born. But it's mm-hmm. just like I, It's just more and more it's, it's, it's hard to believe You could believe in something more And like I just feel like I am Because it, it just seems so right It's like how can it be wrong I'm at that point where I'm just like How in any way is it wrong Free speech What is wrong with it The only tricky thing with it Honestly now is The damage of Lies, libel, slander that's the only tricky thing because And we do have laws against libel slander But you can't really use them Unless you have hundreds of thousands of dollars to spend on lawyers Because um, libel is one of those tricky things as a, pri- you know, as a private citizen it's actually pretty easy to win a libel case But when you're a public figure You have to prove ill intent or you have to prove um I think the other one is reckless damage, like those are the two things you can get somebody on for libel, and they're really hard to prove, and it takes a lot of money. That's the only tricky thing, but I mean, I'm pretty much a free speech absolutist, and it's like and that's a controversial stance still, and it's just sad but but that is why, and i't I, I haven't really been updating you much, but I've been working more on our new organization, Censored America, that we should be able to start this fall, actually. I have to get some boots on the ground and get some troops rallied to get it going, but I think it can happen. I think we could do something special in the fall, especially if all these cover restrictions are lifted, which they seem like they will be. That's what Penn State's making it sound like. It could be really exciting. Like something actually different might happen for one. Something that we saw a little bit of last fall or two falls ago. Shit. It's been a long time since twenty nineteen with the Sargon event, but even grander and next level shit.
1: Hmm. Um well that's good news. That's it good is good news. news. Uh, hopefully, yeah. I mean, it's coming together a little bit. I'm... Uh, well, yeah, that, that, that's a good thing. Uh, the, the, there's, we gotta. Well, I mean, we gotta start kicking these kicking this stuff off again because Zoom's just not gonna cut it.
0: I know it sucks. Uh, Zoom is yeah. sucks. It just sucks. Yeah. And I've been at a few of those events. and It's just like this isn't the same. There's no protesters. There's no hecklers. There's no Q and A. There's no uh, excitement. There's no police presence, you know. <laughs> it's not the same. Yeah. So I I I'm I just need I just literally need one person on the ground for me to sign off on something so that I can have that um position filled and I think you know what I'm talking about where then we can actually get stuff happening. And I, I, I have a plan in my head. The website is like ninety seven percent done. I've added a few new pages on chapters, events Uh, and I'm just filling out the content, which has been filling everything except the homepage. I got to tweak the content because I'm trying to put a lot of thought into it. But once that's done, I'm going to be making posters and cool stuff like that. So that people can have some when we table and whatnot. And my internship will be done by that time. So I'm going to take a gamble and just go for it. Go big, take a risk, have some fun, learn. I think in the end we'll come out on top no matter what happens.
1: I think so. I think so. I mean, I, I mean, I, I feel like it's one of those things where the idea, it's one of those things where the idea is, is so good that as long as you just put some sort of effort to it, it'll be okay. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I, I mean, that, that's not saying that we're going to let our guard down. Or oh whatever, yeah. But at least, or just be lackadaisical about it. But that's like, but this, this, this is one of those things where like, it could catch on, like it could really catch on. Mm-hmm. And um, b- because I, I don't think that there's, you know, I I don't think that there's a space for open dialogue right now. And there's not I'm a not, space. I'm not comfortable because I'm not I'm not comfortable saying that about Turning Point right now. Yeah, maybe maybe I could be wrong. Maybe they could change. Maybe you know, I'm always you know I'm always crossing fingers and holding out hope. But you know, and there and there are good people like like in in a lot of these colleges there are good people that are in these organis that are in these you know campus chapters. But they like but i can't say that right now like i can't say that there's there's an open dialogue type thing for you know for that and and i i it would be nice to have you know just just where where they talk about anything you know like it'd be just one of those things where you just like for what, one week you talk about um a particular topic and then you just have debate like you just debate bait said topic and then go okay like some, some that some people may agree some people may disagree some people may change their opinion but and that's and that's kind of what you're trying to promote because not everything works for everybody right? Yeah.
0: and honestly yeah. one thing i've learned is that you know we may not get people on the left involved with this we're going to try of course we may not, but I found that some of the most interesting debates happen between different fractions of the right. Like, if you have a debate on, you know, it could be some obscure topics, but, like, just immigration alone. There's people that think we should have legal immigration, no illegal immigration. There are people that think we should have no immigration, period. Shut it all down. There are people that think we should just limit illegal immigration and completely um and illegal like there's so many different ends to it that you can debate on have different viewpoints from nick to ann coulter to um i'm trying to think somebody more modern on the issue everybody's been pushed more extreme on it but you, you get the ideas like you could have so many different people and it could be very interesting and fun this is the most important thing that i take away from any political thing anymore it's like they're just boring as shit they're boring people talking about boring things in boring ways when you could have all these fun exciting people having really just entertainment that has information and interesting ideas in there and that is what I'm trying to do with this and that's what we always try to do with a lot of things but I think with this organization I think the key is having fun and thoughtful conversations again which people do like you know I mean this stuff is can be I remember back to, I don't know if you remember but back in like 2015-16 there used to be a lot of these like online debates with people they'd have like Sargon Lauren Southern uh, Milo Destiny, Valsh like a bunch of different people like from all different things they would have debates like these would happen like weekly and it was always interesting fun Like some viral moments were made on these, and that just doesn't happen anymore. And I would like to do those IRL on the internet, on anywhere, because I think it'd be awesome. And people loved it. Like those have millions of views. Like there's one with Sargon, Nick, um, I think Sticks. No, Sticks wasn't in it. Um, A few other like lefty people. It has like three million views. Like, these things are legendary.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking, like... It's just... It's it's one of those things we need to have. They're just not... They're just not there. And... I don't know. We could have... Like, it'd be cool if you could get, like... It'd be cool if you get professors to do it, too. Yeah. Like, that would be cool. Um... Because, well, cause like, yeah,
0: you know what's kind of weird, and i and I hope to break this. Remember when you could debate like Richard Spencer, and it would be like, "Okay, yeah, you were in a debate with Richard Spencer. You'd be his ass nice. Now it's like, oh, you were in a debate with Richard Spencer? Oh, oh my God. Oh, wow, how could you? It's like the associate the guilt by Association has shifted crazy, where it's like you can't even debate somebody. That's like crazy, because then they think like, oh, you're sympathetic, oh, you secretly like this person, or oh, you you associate with them. It's like we need to break
1: that. Yeah, that would. would, I'm not gonna lie, it would be super cool to have, um, like yeah, and and you can't have debates without having, um eventually having one person that's just like an not very desirable person yeah. like, uh, the, like you'll you'll eventually come up with some debate where it's going to be maybe a popular opinion versus a non-popular opinion Yeah. and you just hate it right so i, I mean but yeah i but we have to like we have to get back well as a society we have to get back to debating like true honest debating right you have to get to a, a truly honestly debate and like shaming people isn't going to cut it because even even if you're right and they're wrong like you're bolding the people that you're trying to you know to win over and it's like I don't know you, but if like it's like okay, so say, say you have Richard Spencer, right? We'll we'll give Richard Spencer as an example, right? And uh, so obviously, uh, like most people in the world know that like white white supremacy is bad. Everyone should be, you know, everybody should be treated equally. Like that that's obvious. That's a common popular opinion, right? But yeah. you know, but instead, but. But having Richard Spencer at the debate table to debate somebody that wants to debate him, that, know, that that is able to debate him, and then have somebody that maybe is confident and able to debunk him or at least make him look ridiculous or uneducated on a debate table is ultimately the, the goal. Like it would, would imagine, I would imagine that would be the goal because if you put it, if you put it all out there, if he puts his opinion all out there and you just debunk it piece by piece, then it's like, well, everybody else has seen it and it's like, oh, well, you know, and then maybe, and just maybe you might get a couple of white supremacists that are like, mm, you know what? That's not for me. Yeah. And then, and there you go. Society just got better with that with that debate. But if you go, oh yeah, fuck this guy. Let's let's fuck him over. Let's, you know let's shun him from existence. Let's do that. You basically emboldened that person. Like mm-hmm. you've, you've emboldened that person and then you've emboldened all of his followers. And he might even gain more because those uh, those there's going to be some other people seeing that 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 he's not even being debated, it's like, okay, well what are they hiding? And then all of a sudden they start listening to this person that might to to the un, uneducated ear might make a whole lot of sense. Now all of a sudden he gains people, right? So the whole like and now all of a sudden you just made that situation way worse. So the whole thing so this is why having a group like yours would be great for Mm -hmm. college campuses just because you can have people debating like they like you want them to debate and then like if they look stupid then they're look stupid for people to see, right? Or if they or if they are well prepared or if they're a good debater or whatever, then it's like then you then people can adopt whatever idea that that they they argue or whatever like that is that's where we need to head and and this is the, the, again this is the problem with cancel culture we need to undo cancel culture but the, the the one way we we do that is by bringing these debates back to the table
0: yes yeah and that's the thing too is like um <laughs> i've I have a friend that's uh, a bit uh, under the influence right now. He's asking me about a certain somebody that that Big Al knows that's on the show right um, every now and then. Um, but I do agree because on the one hand, I will say, like, you have no obligation to, like, platform um, you know, like everybody. Like, because there's – let me – Unpack that so it makes a little more sense because you get these people they are like always like, Debate me, bro! Debate me, bro! Like, if we were to platform, let's say, everybody that asked, Debate me, bro! We'd be platforming like millions of people, and it's like at some point it's like impossible, so it's like you have no obligation to platform everyone in your thing, but at the same time, I think it's very important to have all viewpoints at the table, at least listen to them, and if it's in a Q&A, if it's a debate, whatever. Because again, if I think people don't understand just how detrimental it is to people when you just tell them, like, shut up and sit down. Because that just emboldens them and it kind of like rationalizes. They they, they use that as a rationalization for their beliefs. They'll say, oh, well, why are you shutting it down? It's because it's true. Oh, because you don't want to talk about it. Why don't you want to talk about it? Because it's probably true. It's uncomfortable truth. And... That's one thing that Jordan Pearson, who I have a lot of issues with, um, I have to say was principally right on, which is that you need to talk to these people. You don't shun them because that makes it worse. But um, and that's how I've always handled things like when we were at Penn State and we had some crazy people that came to our meetings. We never kicked them out. We never told them that they can't come to meetings. We said we debated them and most of them left on their own accord when they couldn't handle us. Um, but that, that's how you do it. Like I remember there was an, semi internet famous debate that was like, I think on that day it was like the most watched live stream was a debate between Sargon, um, V sticks, hex and hammer, Richard Spencer, and somebody else, JF, and it was hosted by Andy Worski. Like that was a big deal. Cause that was like a big you know, clash between the alt-right and the populist moderate right and centrist. And, like, Sticks did a really good job of just dismantling Spencer's, like, stupid views. And, I mean, Spencer's a fed, so everyone really wouldn't, wouldn't want to associate him for a multitude of reasons. But, you know, if you're going to do, I think that's one of the great things about like, an a online debate, too, is something like that. But I, th- I think it could work on a campus. Like, I think people don't realize... Because you hear a lot about like, things getting shut down. Oh, certain people can't do speeches on campus anymore. Like, there are things that can go wrong and do go wrong. Like, the obvious security concerns get things shut down. But there's ways you can get around it. Um, there's ways you can work within these systems. And one thing that's beautiful about COVID is it gave me an idea as a backup plan. So you know with these events if there's like a danger posed to the speaker i just realize like oh so if the event gets like you know shut down just do it over fucking zoom i know it sucks don't want to do it that way but worst case scenario everybody's in the auditorium roll down the freaking uh screen and boom speakers are virtual you can't you can't shut that down then unless they say it's a threat to the attendees and I guess you transfer it over to Zoom and it's like, well, you can still do the event then and everybody gets paid and everybody's happy. So that's where I see, you know, multiple angles to this. I've realized is that obviously what I'm shooting for is in person shit. Like that's what we want. That's what it needs mm-hmm. to be. But worst case scenario, there are those backups, you know, mm-hmm. it's not as good. Don't get me wrong. But I realized that, because I, I, at some points I've kind of like gotten a little pessimistic about This whole thing But I've kind of rebounded when I've realized that there's Actually a lot more wiggle room A lot more room to grow
1: mm-hmm.
0: So We'll see how it goes I can't wait I'm very, I'm getting more excited about it And I'll talk to you more off there about things But yeah. um, Is there anything else we want to discuss tonight Before we close out Anything um... I'll check our news section because there were a few other things, but I and I would like to talk to you about some of these things off there. but um, yeah, oh, France, I know it's a little bit of an France? obscure topic, we cool. hinted at last week, but France has banned gender neutral words in schools, yes,
1: yes, what the it, fuck?
0: I mean, uh, France. How is France more base so than America?
1: This, this makes sense, though. Okay, so, so here's 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 the catch, right? Um, you know, i i I've taken fr I've taken French, and I've, you know, oh, I, is it I've,
0: because of their language? It's gendered.
1: It is. Uh, it is the language of love. Uh, <laughs> no, um. The, it, and and here's where the 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 love languages are you're gonna have a problem with these latin languages or the love languages um like with the languages you have a lot of these terms you have masculine and feminine terms for the same word right but they're different spelled differently said differently yeah um and that goes for like french spanish italian whatever um you you can't have really have gender neutral terms yeah it doesn't it's destructive to the language like it's destructive to 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 these languages and and it doesn't matter like it really like i i applaud it and i'm like okay how is france becoming more uh based than we are it's crazy like we, used, we used to make fun of the french for being sissies and now they're the probably the the, the most unsissy people right now in the world like well i mean poland's fucking No,
0: poland takes the cake. Yeah. They but know what's but, up.
1: but france like look france we're getting outdone by france right now. What does that say?
0: I know, and that's where I know we talked a little bit about last week. But there was that military general that that sent out a letter saying that he's afraid civil war is going to happen. A majority of the people, um, in the military and police think a civil war is going to happen, and a lot of people are starting to think that Le Pen's going to win, who's in a far right party. Um, the most of the candidates, yeah, Le
1: Pen is, Le Pen is. Almost like, I wouldn't say like she was probably like the Ron DeSantis of France. She's farther than him though. Like, they she was
0: for stuff and she's even still for it recently of banning Muslim headscarves like in public. That's a big that that in America that would not fly because that is you know against religious freedom. But in France, it's like they could vote for somebody to do that. And and it's because yeah. France, like again, people I've learned this about like things in like history. You got to put yourself in the shoes of the people of that time. And right now, what's happening in France? They're having an increase in Islamic terrorist attacks, whereas the rest of Europe is having like a massive decrease. They're having mass migration still, and more Islamification well, having, in France. Well,
1: well, here's the thing: you're having in in a lot of these countries, you're having a lot of you're having a lot of uh violence with a lot of a lot of this mass arab Arabic or you know immigration where you have or uh, yeah you starting to have like this increased violence but like with France the France is the most um I guess it's the most um televised or you know media pushed but but it's happening in a lot of these countries that are accepting a ton of a ton of these you know a ton of these immigrants because it's like well you're letting a lot of these poor people in with really no job prospects so a lot of these people turn to a life of crime so you got a lot of crime you got a lot of growing crime in in these cities you know you got a lot of crime in these other countries that that wasn't there before and so how do you deal with that how do you deal with that and it's like and for the most part you got a lot you 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 do had you had these countries that were fairly homogenous and you know now france is obviously not homogenous like you have you have you have a very much a melting pot when it comes to you know for the they're they're probably about as non-homogenous as we are if not war because i mean but you but you have like germany you have scandinavian countries you have you know some of these countries that are like very, fairly homogenous now you're taking a whole bunch of people that don't look like you and like you know don't act and like poor. you and they, don't talk and like you a lot of these yeah they don't talk like you and then because they're poor you got you got a chunk of them that are leading lives of crime and yeah. You you know it's not good. It's not a good thing. And so, how do you deal with that? And and some people are handling it okay. Some people are. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, it's again. That's why I've always thought immigration should always be limited. Should be like a nice slow trickle because you slowly let people in. You let they assimilate because um they you you don't have these massive changes because they're forced to
1: immigration. mm -hmm. You need to be. You need to be able to, like, you can, you should only let in an, as many people as you can appropriately vet. Like, if you, you can't, don't let in more people than you are able to vet. Like, that's, you know, because you you want to know who's coming into your country. Yeah. Like, obviously. Like, I, I'm, all, I'm all for immigration, but I, I think that these people should be vetted, right? It's fair. It's fair. Vetted especially when you, and... you have people, it's, yeah, yeah. Especially when you have people, you have taxpayers that are footing the bill for a lot of this shit. Like it's fair for them, for their safety, for their, for their health and welfare, for their, you know, sanity. Like you, you, they, they should. There should be a vetting process. There should be a, uh, a. A fair, naturalization process. You know and that's not racist that's just you know people looking out for their own citizens right
0: well and the culture of the countries like you want to preserve your culture and if you bring people from different cultures and they you bring too many of them in well it's not America anymore it's not France anymore it's whatever these people are from is that that's what the country becomes so if you bring people in slowly yeah they bring their different ideas but it doesn't overtake the country and change the country overnight it's a slow trickle that brings people in and they're basically socially pressured into assimilating and you don't have just massive changes because when you bring a lot of people in too and have a lot of kids the kids tend to be like the parents if they're in these ethnic communities and they're not really mixing with people in the country that they're in but if they're mixing with people that are in, already in this country, abandoned this country, they start acting like them, and they start taking up their customs and assimilating. Like, that's how assimilation works, is you're here, you spend time here, and you start becoming like the country you're in. And usually the first generation still has a lot of, um, I guess you could say, I will not want to say similarities, but they're still very much like the country they came from. But they adapt enough that they pretty much get accustomed to things even though you can tell they're different but their kids once they have that next generation that's where a big change happens usually because their kids are born here and they have their whole lives here and that's how you do it and that's how it works but if you do it too quickly it's like things change overnight and there's not a lot of other people to assimilate with it's just the new population the Mexicans the Muslims the it could be even Italians I don't care where they came from or who they are you could still take a lot of people from any country and then put in another country and it's not going to be the same place that's just how it works people don't change overnight it's slow and takes time and that's where it's like you get these people that just want these people for cheap labor and they don't care about the culture impacts the security impacts it's just oh they, they pick our crops and make us money. You know? It's crazy. But mm-hmm. France is interesting, too, because it's not just the immigration, but the COVID restrictions um, haven't gotten better. And people are doing, like, mass protests where they're, like, fighting with cops. You don't see that shit anywhere in America. Like, you have your little rebels here and there. They'll go into the grocery store, file a mask, and... You'll have people that won't follow CEC guidelines and open up their business and then get arrested and then they're on Fox News. But you don't have people in mass like protesting these lockdowns and restrictions. And it's so weird because you would think America, home of the free, would be way more vocally against these COVID lockdowns. But we seem to be more susceptible to fear. Whereas France is just like, fuck this. We ain't dealing with it. And there's like literally videos of them like fighting with cops. And some people say it's because they have a history of totalitarian regimes taking over these places. And so they're kind of more scared of those things. But I'm not sure about that because these countries tend to be more authoritarian. Like Macron just banned public pro-Palestine protests. That's fucking insane to an American. Like we don't just ban protest of one side that just doesn't happen um from the government at least, so it's just a yeah, weird thing
1: it's it's one of those things where you you just i don't know like like we need common sense again right, and then this is talking about like with going back to the um the vetting pro like the the you know immigration with the vetting process right look it and it's like you personally like uh, uh, and i you you can compare it to your own personal life like look we all we all want to be able to help out our fellow person right yeah. we all want to help out like if i'm look hey if i'm if i'm in trouble and i'm like hey hey buddy uh do you, do you do you have any money i can borrow or something like that uh it'd be nice for you to be able to help me out but if i'm constantly but if i'm like hey can i borrow fucking a thousand dollars so i can buy this computer or whatever My you're gonna GPU. Be like, are you out of your mind are you out of your mind yeah. like no you you gotta like you want to be able we all want to be able to be charitable and nice toward other people but we got to do it within the appropriation of our means right like if you can't if you can't vet every person that you come into you're overreaching your limits like you're overreaching your limits like you, you get we have we have our own uh, uh, we want to be charitable we want to be exceptional but uh, but at the but at the same time, we also want to be able to protect our own citizens, too. Like, you know, that comes first and foremost because, really, these are the people that are, you know, paying the taxes. They're, they're paying the taxes. They're the ones that are, you know, doing our first responder jobs and joining our military and doing all Like, these are the people that are keeping everybody else safe, too. So there's like a... Yeah, you know, yeah, you, you know, you there's a there is a moderation that has to be made. Yeah, and I know that's not a sexy thing to say, but that that's it's the real it's the reality of any country. I mean, this isn't the wild west anymore, I mean, you know. Where we basically take anybody else out or whatever, that'd be it'd be fine if it it'd be fine if we were fucking british or spanish colonials or some shit but no we're established country like yo we got we got people here that do shit right and so you know you want you want to you know we have systems in place we have existing systems in place we have a great you know well you know not for long but we have a great economy right and you know so we like there's You got to make sure that you vet these people that are, you know, that come to this country.
0: Yeah. Totally agree. Um, One other thing I want to talk about before we close, too, is New York City mayor race. Have you been following this
1: at all? Uh. I don't really give a shit about Bill de Blasio, so you're gonna have to
0: <laughs> Oh, tell me oh you should because if you get the COVID vaccine in New York, you get free burgers and French
1: fries. But, well I already have the vaccine and I don't live in New York and I'm not gonna <laughs> fucking eat fries from New York. If I'm going to New York, if I'm going to New York, I'm getting some fucking pizza. Right? Let's go. Some, yeah, I'm getting some like look, my favorite place. My favorite place is Lombardi's. Or mm. the, the one on Prince Street, fucking amazing. Um, I did see, I did see a couple weeks ago that some some people got shot in Peter Luger's, which I'm fucking oh, again. The, the increase in violence in New York, about like the violence in New York is shot way up, and now it's fucking up everything. Like it's fucking up everything I love about New York. Well, right? it's interesting Peter you Luger, mentioned that Peter Luger's my favorite fucking steak, probably my favorite steakhouse in in New York. And you just fucked that up. Thanks, thanks, you fuckers. Yeah, Still De Blasio's so. anyway. got to be the
0: worst mayor they've ever had. And what's interesting so is um, that race has just gotten really interesting because originally Andrew Yang was kind of the front runner because of his name recognition from the twenty twenty election, and he has been killing himself slowly. Ever since he started running in 2020. With identity politics. The cancer that takes mm-hmm. everyone. And it's only gotten worse. It's only gotten worse. Instead of talking about violent crime. He's talking about white supremacy. It's like dude get a grip. And interestingly. There was a new candidate. That jumped into the race. Um, I don't know when. He did. But he is now the front runner. His name is Eric Adams. And. He's leading Andrew Yang. But what's very interesting about this guy is when you hear his policy stances. What would you think the New York mayor would be saying? Oh, diversity's our strength. Oh, we need love, not hate. Fuck Donald Trump. You know what he's saying? I carry a gun, and I shouldn't have a a security squad protecting me because New York should be safe enough not to have one I'm like Mm. whoa Mm. whoa I'm listening and what does he say we need to get tough on crime we have a homeless problem we need to get tough on that he is literally coming in hard running as a democrat as like the Rudy Giuliani style candidate and maybe then some like, he's openly saying, like, he carries. Like he's fucking packing. This dude, honestly, I haven't looked into him fully. I'm not going to endorse him. But I like what I hear. Like, could 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 get cons? You never know. But, like, I'm like, this is an interesting. Like, it's finally turning. The people are finally, like, waking up and realizing that New York has gone to shit. But he's coming out swinging with this this message, and he's having a lot of Democrats and big Democrat things endorse him, and I'm like, maybe he'll be good. Maybe.
1: I mean, dude, I keep thinking with like California, and maybe this guy would say this. Maybe this guy should say the same thing. Like, if 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 you got one candidate, it could be like, hey, we're booting the. We're booting the fucking homeless population out of California. <laughs> deport elect, the homeless. Right, we're just deport. We're just gonna boot them out of California. I don't care where you go. You're just not coming here. Yeah. Um. Like, watch, watch that dude's popularity just fucking skyrocketing. Or Caitlyn Jenner. She said, like, look, he's, she, it, they. I don't know. Like, if they, if if they say it, watch their popularity go up. Like, mm-hmm. fucking skyrocket. You know how much like like especially in California, you know how much homeless shit and home like tents and needles and drug use and like fucking weird shit, weird homeless people shit. You know you know how much of that is out in the state and it's like fucking up every literal everything, all the people that live there, the outrageous prices of all that. like so basically these people are paying like two two plus grand a month. To, to walk past homeless shit like yo are you kidding me yeah like yo I'm like get rid of these get rid of these fuckers right <laughs> and and it's not like you know obviously you know again people want to people want to you know care for the homeless but i'm not like n- not not in my fucking apartment complex yeah. i'm paying 2500 a month for a one bedroom apartment out there guess what i'm not i'm not trying to fucking sleep next to a fucking tent city, right? Where, you know, these homeless people are basically sleeping in tents and fucking everything up for me, especially with the property values and shit. Uh-uh, mm-mm. Okay, well, we gotta we go.
0: Oh yeah, I think people by and large, they're, they're like, they're fine with homeless people until it's, they can't go around a corner and not see them and it's like everywhere and then there's diseases there's drugs there's crime it's just a mess it's disgusting and this dude eric adams too 22 year old police officer new york city police officer four terms as state senator and seven years as the first african-american borough president of brooklyn very interesting i mean this is really mm-hmm. interesting i want to look into his vision as he calls on his website um, cause he he want he's I and I need to double check this. I'm trying to see. I'm gonna, trying to look on the site if it's on it. But I heard that he's considering bringing back like stop and frisk, like openly. Need to double check that. But he's running on a tough on crime, law and order message big time. Like he's mm. acknowledging things that Democrats won't acknowledge, which is that New York's unsafe. We need to make New York safe again. Mm. So it's very interesting. You know,
1: you know, what we, should, you know what we should do down the road, we should like we should do like a uh, like a review of ca- a candidate review.
0: Mm, yeah. Give
1: them a rating. If we go over if you go over their whole um, like their whole website, whatever platforms they say that they're on, whatever interviews like whether it's whether it's on their website or whether they set it in a set interview or whatever. Like we just like Go over it and see how it would fly with X, Y, and Z, and like, and see if it would be like, like how they would fare, like how they should fare, or whatever. Like, you just go over everything, like from a policy, from policy standpoints. Like, we could go. I mean, obviously, you can go on, you know, you know what party they're in, how much funding they're getting, whatever, whatever. But like, like there, I, I feel like there's not enough. Like reviews on somebody from their policy we
0: should do this during the midterms when the midterms yeah. start coming up yeah. like review the candidates yeah are they America first are they not like how much are they how good are they that'd be interesting
1: that's a good idea I just thought I'd pull that one out of my yeah. ass man. yeah
0: no it's a good idea actually like I, I think yeah. that'd be a good way to change it up and actually do
1: something different interesting like I, yeah. I, I like that Enough of be I mean I mean you get these like you get these like pro party balloon ups on these fucking candidates or whatever and then you're just like well well they don't really go through they don't really go over the policy they just give like a quick whisk of what they're tra- talking about yeah. or whatever it's like dude, just do a deep di- do a fucking deep dive right yeah maybe maybe some some candidates might want to fucking you know talk about this like i know we had we had donnie on trying to to to, to you know talk about her platform or whatever mm-hmm. like look we could get like like if we could get somebody else to like you know do you know do that too but like it it just work. i think i think something like that would just work and then and that's something that people really kind of want to see um because when, when people don't when people don't view policy, then they're forced to go into, like, a party line tribal unit, like, you know? And I don't know. I think that's something that we could try. Yeah. We could, go. We could give it the old college try. Yeah. Well,
0: like, even with this dude, Eric Adams, it's like there's some stuff on here that I really like, like, his tough-on-crime approach, but then there's the typical Democrat bullshit, like, oh, we need to diversify the police. But he's not saying we should abolish when He literally says, we need the NYPD. Yeah. But then he's got stupid shit like add black and brown officers who respect and protect New Yorkers. It's like, well, can we just put... And, and I think that's... Honestly, that might... I'm against diversity hires for the sake of diversity and all bullshit, but if it makes it better... Maybe we got to do it. If it, if it lowers crime in New York, whatever it takes, I don't know. I'm I'm against diversity hires, but you know, if this is if you got to make this stupid compromise to get somebody to like clean that shit up in New York, okay, I'll take it. It's like, what are we gonna do at this point? Appointing the city's first woman, po- okay. So this is all this is getting yeah, stupid. Appointing the city's first woman police commissioner. I don't think that's gonna stop crime. God Making it easier for good cops to identify bad cops And publicizing the list of cops Being monitored for bad behavior Ooh I don't know if I agree with that Like doxing cops pretty much Mm. See I I can see why the Democrats are kind of getting behind this dude But again mixed bag I don't fully hate him like de Blasio But mm, Interesting yeah. Well, we're hitting our midnight mark. So that's pretty much all the things I thought were interesting happening. The only other thing. Oh, there's one more thing. One last thing. So much happening this week. Mm-hmm. There is that documentary going um, on the Groipers that Louis Thoreau, who's doing. And a lot of Americans may not be too familiar with the dude because he's British. Does British documentaries for the BBC And he's been interviewing these people over the past couple weeks. I think he's doing his like final round of interviews. He like, interviewed Nick. He was at this other dude's house, and this dude kicked him the fuck out, which was kind of funny. Because <laughs> what Louis Theroux was doing, and Milo warned them about this guy, that he's one of the most dangerous documentarians out there. Uh, I, I talk about this because it just shows you how scummy these people can be. So one of these griper dudes was in a car and he was leaving afpac in florida and was waving goodbye to the supporters and one of the things he was doing was a salute like a military salute you know and what do you think louis started asking about that Oh, you were doing nazi salutes at an event and he's like no i was just doing like a regular military salute, like the president does and he's like oh but pictures here show that you were doing a nazi salute it's like dude like are you dumb <laughs> or is this intentional obviously it's intentional but that shows you how low these people go and this dude kicked him out and then louis started calling him while he was live streaming like calling him multiple times and the dude just goes like okay i i will do an interview with you louis if you apologize and, and louis like Okay, uh, I'm really sorry about that, and he, and he goes, okay, fuck you, and then hangs up. <laughs> so that's a little bit of e drama happening. I actually, made British like national news. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I have the article up from the Express. Um, so we'll we'll be interested in seeing that documentary and how to see how the hit job they do on those people because it could it could kill a lot of them, um, professionally. But that is the only other thing I want to mention. Mm. Yeah.
1: All yeah. right. Well, this is a pretty good show. It was
0: a lovely evening. I got to say. We hey, had one comment.
1: <laughs> pretty good show. One comment. Hey, whatever. It was a good comment. Yeah. Uh, so. I guess um, let's do this again next week. As always, yeah.
0: Out. Everybody, like, share, I'm subscribe, back. and follow Phil on Twitter. He's back on Twitter. I need come back to the battlefield well, no, of Twitter.
1: I, I said I would be back. I said I would be back for. Uh, I was. I was going to be back for Donnie, and 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 to help her out and. Uh, but that's over that's, now.
0: So are you yeah, gonna stay? Are you gonna go? You st-
1: I'm debating. I'm st- I'm currently mm. debating it right now. But anyway, if you want to follow me while I'm still on, go for it. Uh, I'll try to. I'll try to say some more stupid stuff. Why not?
0: Let's go. Yeah, he, he's always posting some good shit. Like your tweet on mass and Catherine, I really liked. So I gave that one a like
1: rub people the wrong way though my like, god you're making fun of crippled people like no yeah, I'm damn like damn straight i am you all were la- acting like you were all crippled when you fucking when 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 fucking trump was getting the election stolen from him like yeah he's like oh nothing to see here oh, oh, whatever like yeah now that is now that israel's getting bomb to all shit like yo. Know, now it's like oh i stand with israel
0: like, you, no, you know what you showed just on your tweet this would have been terrible she should have just said
1: sit the fuck down <laughs> it's just an
0: all caps be like sit the fuck yeah, down like, i
1: would have i would have said sit the fuck down but god already forced you to. <laughs> oh
0: god i have to say nick does bring up a good point with that which is like why is he obsessed with Always talking about standing for X, standing for Y. It's like, dude, you're writing your own punchlines.
1: Yeah, but yeah, you
0: know. Yeah, Uh, and he seemed like he was cool at first, but no.
1: I mean, it's
0: like Crenshaw. I think, I think, I,
1: I think it's, I think I got it. I, I, I should. The right thing for me to do would be to give these young people some slack because uh, they don't—they're not very. They're—they're—they're ju- they're, they're just getting their feet wet and trying to kind of maneuver how things are and how things have, are going. Because, like you know, look, like Elise Elise Stefanik, she's only what thirty some years old or oh, something. Oh yeah, like she's that. Like shit. <laughs> that's young like look madison Cawthorn again super young like these are these are people that are like you gotta get like, i gotta try to give these people a chance to breathe and, and you know they did some they did some decent things you know they got pizza for the freaking you got pizza for the troops while they were living like shit you know to to be fair I mean, though
0: that was a total photo op
1: yeah i mean yeah that's yeah but i mean you know I it
0: did know. do something but
1: yeah, gotta do something but, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm always like. And that's, and that's another thing. If you stood for Trump, you wouldn't have had to worry about that shit now, would you? Mm hmm. Right? You wouldn't have to worry about that. right? Yeah.
0: But anyway. Yeah, it wouldn't be mm-hmm. Pizza Man wheeling in. But thank you, everybody, for tuning in. All three people that did. And we'll see you next week. Like, share, subscribe, follow Dictator Phil on Twitter. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Later, time. Gators.